It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Trot's Life and something different for your Wednesday afternoon. And it's always popular when we go into predicting things in the future and socials and Twitter, etc., normally get pretty well involved in this. So uh, the segment is going to be, we're going to look forward at the Inter-Dominion, at the Hunter Cup, the Miracle Mile, at the Trotters Inter-Dominion and the Great Southern Star and make our predictions. I'm joined by Bronte Newenberg. Hello, Bronte. How are you? Hi, I'm doing very well, thank you. And sitting next to you, Tim O'Connor in the HRV studio. Tim, how are you, Doc? Hey, mate. Good to be on. Uh, we're in HRV <laughs> headquarters and uh, looking forward to seeing what everyone's come up with here. I might have to catch up with you too later, mate. I've got a pretty sore ankle, but that's uh, we'll take that off air. I've got and... a stethoscope with me. <laughs> yeah, no worries at all. Oh, dear, for a sore ankle. I'm not sure what uni you went to to get your degree. Uh, and Darren Carroll has joined us as well. How are you, Dashing Darren? Good, thanks, Toby. Uh, looking forward to it. Right, yeah. So what, what I'll do is, because um, we go into these things pretty unplanned and we just sort of wing it normally. So uh, we'll start off just race by race and we'll kick off with the Inter-Dominion this year for the Pacers. And I suppose I'll head to you first, Bronte, because I wouldn't be surprised if all four of us come up with the same horse here. So, Bronte, I'll let you open the batting on the pacing Inter-Dominion 23 winner, your prediction. I was really hoping I could throw something really random, but no, I'm going to stick to Leap to Fame. I'm pretty sure that's where we're all going. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it barrier draw dependent, Bronte? Does he have to draw front row? Uh, I think this is probably the case where he can benefit from it being his home track and not having that front line draw is probably... This is the one time I'm a little bit more relaxed about that fact because he knows the track better than probably most of the other horses going around. Tim, are you, who's your ID23 tip? <clears throat> yeah, look, I'm, uh, I couldn't throw too much of a curveball in there. I've gone a little bit left to centre in a couple of the other ones, Toby, but it, it, there's just so many things that line up for Leap to Fame. Um, I think he's due to get a good gate uh, in a big race at some stage, and I reckon it, there's just so many things you think, home track. Um, I don't think he's going to have too many rivals that can beat him. Emma Stewart's not bringing a team up. Swayze, question mark over him. You know, who's going to beat him? Um it's just hard to see him beaten. So uh, I know we can't pick the same horse twice, and uh, so I've locked in the champ, Leap to Fame, uh, on his home deck in the Inter Dominion. Yeah, I'm not sure I went through that, but yeah, we're gonna we're not picking the same horse twice through this, so it'll get more interesting as it goes on, I suppose. Makes it hard. Darren, are you are you gonna use Leap to Fame in the Inter Dominion, or do you think he's a better chance of winning a Hunter Cup or a Miracle Mile, and you've locked him into one of those spots? I'm going to be pretty boring as well. No, um, okay. I, I do think that the Swayze factor is the biggest one for me here, though. That, that if he was definite to be running, then I'd be you know, nearly tipping him. But um, the fact that I hear he's 50-50, I've got to go for for leap to fame. I will throw in one at value, though, because no use has mm-hmm. all been the same one. He's, I think Pete said so. He's $61. Uh, he raced really well through the series last year, so I like horses that are proven to run through the series. And at $61, you know, something that 
throw up the stumps. But, um, yeah, my top pick is Luke the Fame, but you always like to throw something else in as a curveball, Toby, so I will. Me? Uh, I'm pretty known to be left to centre and do something that no one really expects. So I'm going to go with Leap to Fame as well because I don't think anyone would have expected that. You just can't go past him for all the reasons that you've all outlined as well. Uh, Hunter Cup gets interesting because none of us are going to have Leap to Fame. So we start looking elsewhere. And this time, Tim, I'm going to kick off with you, mate. Where do you place your uh, Hunter Cup winner for 2024? Well, I had a good couple of hours to think about this on the way down in the car, Toby. Plus, I did have a, a good look last night. So, um, and I don't pick him lightly. I just reckon he's going really good here. I had a look at the prices. My horse is Mac Dan. Uh, he's $14. Um, <clears throat> he's raced in the Hunter Cup twice in his career. He ran uh, fourth on both occasions uh, earlier this year and also in 2022. But... I just love the way he's going at the moment. He's got that gate speed too, whereas I reckon he's due to draw a nice gate in a big race, a bit like Leap to Fame. And uh, if he is able to do that, uh, I reckon he can win it. And um, I'll, I'll back him uh, in the futures market at $14. Very good. All right. Tim kicks off with Mac Dan. Darren, uh, Hunter Cup next year, mate. Well, I'm thinking that Swayze will be back. If he's not running the Dominion, then look out for this uh um, I think Melton would suit a horse like Swayze as well. If he draws well, gets to the front, very, very hard to beat. So he's my theory there for the other uh, Hunter Cup, Swayze. Swayze to bounce uh, into a Hunter Cup. So if he doesn't go to the Inter-Dominion, he's certainly going to be refreshed. And you'd sort of think Hunter Cup would be his next big target, wouldn't it? That was my theory, um, but whether I'm right or not. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the theory that I've got in here. But um, it's no surprise to see second favourite, but uh, his New Zealand Cup run was outstanding, and yeah, and also his uh, his run in the the big race beating Leap to Fame um, when he led in Queensland in the Winter Carnival was just extraordinary as well. He's just got that ability. He looks like he's gone at the four hundred, but he just finds another gear. He's just got that action that uh, he's off the bit, but doesn't matter. Bronte, have you found another Queenslander to come down and win the Hunter Cup like a Sovereign Cloud or something like that, perhaps? <laughs> I mean, I wish there was one like that that I could put my money on. But no, I wish I had something exciting. You're going to think that I'm that I'm following the boys here because I can't decide. But I, I had two horses written down, and that's Swayze and Mac Dan. So I'm going to stick to Swayze for this one. Swayze for you, just for all the reasons Darren's outlined? Yeah, I mean, I was leaning towards him for the Miracle Mile, but I prefer him over a bit more distance, I think. That's where he's has that edge um, similar to his brother. So... Yeah, I'm happy to stick him with the um, Hunter Cup, even though it's not his home track. Well, my Hunter Cup... He seems t- to break their hearts, doesn't he? Um, yeah. You know, over the longer trip, it just makes yeah, him chase and get off the bit and just makes it so hard. Pretty, pretty sure, Sw- sure Swayze's been breaking hearts for a few years, actually, <laughs> Darren, for a long, <laughs> long time, since he was uh, working with the clay back in the day. Um, <laughs> I can see you doing that, Toby, I reckon. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. No, I was, I was terrible at art, Tim. Absolutely terrible. I've still got a clay. My mum's still got a clay thing up that I made. And every so often I see it up on the mantelpiece and I just think, wow. Uh, What's anyway. going on there? Yeah, correct. I'll yeah. get a photo of it one time for you. Um, I'm going with a horse. And I mentioned this horse on Monday. So someone, some people might have heard it. He hasn't raced since July 2022. He hasn't won for about, well, it was March or something when he last won in 2022. And his name's Dennis William. 
He's a horse with all sorts of ability. His last race, he was uh, pulled up and he's taken some time to come back. He trialled the other week at Cranbourne. I saw him trial for Simone Walker. And he trialled pretty well. He was behind a horse called Smoke and Ace, beating by about six or seven metres. But if you go and look him up on uh, harness.org.au, he's now trained by Jason Grimson. And he's got all the makings of what other horses have done for Jason. They've got high ability. They're older sort of horses. He seems to be able to rejuvenate them and get the best out of them. So for the Hunter Cup next year... I'm going with Dennis William, who wouldn't even be in the market. I reckon you could no, get a I thousand. Can't of... well, I can't even find him on HRA. How do you... <laughs> Hang <laughs> what, on a minute. There's one in. Think... There's one in. There's only Dennis. one in in Dennis. There we Jim. go. Hang on. I thought you might have just. Um, <laughs> this might have been an unnamed uh, yearling or something. But uh, okay, yeah, eleven career wins, forty. Yeah, well, that is that is the Toby we expected, isn't it, Darren? <laughs> this it sort is, of I'm... stuff. <laughs> I am a little bit surprised that there's one horse that hasn't come up for mention. Um, do you want to give it? I mentioned talk. Oh, uh, no, come on. Man, <laughs> where's the gold? He's well, in the market. $61. Well, I can't believe he hasn't been mentioned. What price is he? $61 on one of the uh, the corporates I'm looking at. So. Oh, wow. Okay, well, um, I better get on uh, before this hits, uh, hits the, <laughs> gets on air today. But uh, Bear or oh, boy he wouldn't go around $61. <laughs> he, he, couldn't, uh, he couldn't possibly win a Hunter Cup, but um, he is good at winning cups. Let's put it that way. Ren third barrel boy in a Hunter Cup, Darren, behind two horses called Master Musician and Blossom Lady, if you don't mind. I was just giving you the opportunity, Toby. Thank you. Well (laughs) set up. Little half volley outside off stumps, just where I like them. Yeah, so Dennis William for me, and whether he wins it or not, I don't know, but I think he's the right sort of horse for Jason Grimson. How far away from seeing him racing do you think, Toby? Was he pretty fit and sharp at that trial, or...? Oh, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty fit. Simone had put a fair bit of work into him, I'd say. So hmm. we it's see... obviously had a lot of issues. So, um, that would be the, but, the query as well. Well, you see what See Your Art did off five days. His improvement was stunning. He had form around wine gum, and he ran Don't Stop Dreaming within about six metres in the New Zealand Cup. If he improves Dennis William in a similar ratio, he's he's going places, this horse. Like he's, he's got victories over a horse called Hi, My Name is Jeff. Now, that yeah. puts it in perspective. He sat, there was a race over 17.20 at Melton where Yankee Gold led and Dennis Williams sat parked outside him over 17.20. We all know how much Yankee Gold loves that distance. Sat parked outside him and just beat him. Like, he's yeah. got ability anyway. Uh, he's he's mine for the Hunter Cup. Uh, Miracle Mile. Now, <laughs> we've... This is the this was the beauty of it, I think, because we're going to all find another horse again now. Uh, Darren, I was going to go Dennis. Uh, Dennis, yeah, you just took it, <laughs> you stole it off me. <laughs> you can, but he's not a miler, I don't reckon, Tim. He's a big, gross, strong horse like a Swayze. So I think he'd be better over the distance. Darren, I'll let you uh, kick off with a miracle mile. Well, I'm a bit disappointed that there was no statue put up at Takata last year oh, for, wow. uh, for Catch a Wave. So I think back-to-back would deserve a, a statue um, on the highway at Tarkata. So I'm going for the great horse catch a wave to, uh, to um, go back-to-back, yep. I was surprised Honolulu Bay didn't get a mention for back-to-back in Hunter Cup, actually, now you say that. Uh, catch a wave for Darren, beautiful. Uh, Bronte, what about the Miracle Mile? Look, my answer's going to be a little bit boring, so I'm going to make up for it with a fun fact, Toby, that your horse from before... 
Dennis William, its great-grandmother is a full sister to Fake Left. So that's my fun fact to make up for the fact that I'm going to say Mac Dan. <laughs> Mac Dan for the, for the American Wild. I don't yeah. mind it. Yep. Um, yeah, well, we've, well, he's got a, he's got... Uh, he's going to win the Hunter Cup and then, uh, and then is it after? It is after. Then go and win the Miracle Mile. That'll be a good little uh, double header, I reckon. He usually goes well around that time, don't they? Usually send him to the mm. Newcastle Mile the yeah. week before, and that's yeah. how he usually sneaks in. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's uh, he's been in it a couple of times, and he hasn't, um, from memory, had a heap of luck in those races. So, yeah, uh, I don't mind it. It is that sort of race for him. He's got that high gate speed, Bronte, where he can get yeah. to the front and and pinch a Miracle Mile. Yeah, I think so too. I, I just like the gate speed and it's hard to run past him once he finds the front. Tim, Miracle Mile? Um, I've, got, I've got, well, I'm going to throw a, a roughie in after the, the, my main pick, but um, I, I cannot um, fathom that she won't win a big race somewhere. And Ooh. the one that I'm led to believe that she is going towards, Ladies in Red, uh, is the Miracle Mile. So um, she's either winning or running second throughout her whole career. Um, What she did in the Queen of the Pacific was just outstanding. I prefer her over a longer trip, but um, trying to find a race that she will win and is targeting, um, and I'm going to land on this. So Ladies in Red and the Miracle Mile for me. I reckon the Lost Storm's another one, though, that might be able to do the catch a wave and win the Chariots of Fire. And then uh, be really hard to beat in America Mile a couple of weeks later. So, ladies in red ahead of the lost storm for me. I'm going to take you on in the chariots, Tim, with my tip. I'm going to go with Don't Stop Dreaming. This horse is a star from New Zealand. He's underrated. 13 starts. He's underrated over here, I suppose. 13 starts, 11 wins. He just won that junior free-for-all cup week. He's the leading three-year-old. He won the flying stakes with three-year-olds. He's won the two and three-year-old size in New Zealand. He won the jewels as a two-year-old. Dennis Dunford was on this radio show and said the one race he'd love to win of all the races is the Chariots of Fire. So I think we'll see him here for the Chariots of Fire and then off the back of a Chariots of Fire win, he'll be a wonderful chance in a Miracle Mile. So I'm going with Don't Stop Dreaming just... (coughs) Just over Captain Ravishing. So uh, that's where I am. I think Captain Ravishing might be trained by Jason Grimson for a Miracle Mile Assault, and I think we'll see the absolute best of it. I reckon there's some genuine inside mail getting around here on the show, and I love it, Uh, (laughs) Darren. (laughs) Sure is. The other X Act is also for the Miracle Mile that our current three-roll crop turning four um, can never underestimate how much they can progress over a little bit of a break. So, um, yeah, always the X Factor. Well, that Chariots is just shaping. We've mentioned two of them now, Don't Stop Dreaming and The Lost Storm, and you can throw a Petrarca in that, and you've got a pretty Absolutely. good Chariots already, Darren, with just those three. Yeah, yeah they're the ones that um, could progress and um, turn this whole thing upside down. Turn our attention to the Trotters now. for the, looking at me going, what, the, what, on earth, what on earth are you on about? The <laughs> IT 23 and the Great Southern Star. And that look on your face, Brondy, when you're dealing with me, uh, get used to it because I am pretty uh, unique with some things like that. And hopefully as many people listening to this show as possible uh, will start asking Tim why we've changed it from the talk to the dock. Uh, you just got to believe sometimes, Tim, and I think it'll be pretty hard. We've all tipped Leap to Fame to win the uh, Pacers, and I wouldn't be surprised, Tim, we all tip the same trotter for the Trotters into Dominion. Where are you kicking off, Timmy boy? Well, I reckon I might stuff that up on you. Um, because Ooh. because of that little curveball that you threw in in your terms and conditions that we can't have the same horse. And I think 
our two best trotters are Queen Elida and Just Believe. And I think Queen Elida, if she's going to beat Just Believe in a big race, I think she's more likely in an inter-dominion. That's just my opinion over a longer trip. I uh, could be reading that wrong. but um, So I'm going to go with Queen Elida here. A bit of a tactical uh, play for me. But um, I, I backed her, and I thought she'd beat uh, Just Believe so last I. week. So, um, and I'm not dropping off because that race was set up for Just Believe. I know he was fantastic, but uh, Queen Elida was, you know, up on that hot speed and was, was pretty game herself. She can bounce back with the right run, and uh, I'm not dropping off her. So I think um, just narrowly, I think uh, Queen Elida to poke her nose out and beat Just Believe in the Inter-Dominion. So, so you're looking at those two races more from a perspective, which one is Queen Elida more likely to beat yep. Just Believe? So, in effect, you're saying, ultimately, you think Just Believe will win them both, but if he's going to get done in one by Queen Elida, it's going to be the Inter-Dominion, effectively. Yeah, bang on. That's that's sort of where I'm heading there. And um, I, I just, I'm, I've just i made a rule over the years, uh, in recent times mainly, that I'm not dropping off, dropping off a horse after one run. And... I was going to say a bad run, but that wasn't even a bad run from Queen Elida. It was uh, a very good run, so I'm certainly not dropping off. Very good. Bronte, we'll get both of yours, seeing Tim's opened it up like this. We'll do both Inter Dominion and Great Southern Star Fire. Yeah, so just believe straight away for the Inter Dominion. That's just because he clearly is durable enough to travel the world, so he's going to be able to mm. race three times in one week if he can travel across the world. So. I like Just Believe for the Inter-Dominion. I cannot have just um, Queen Elida for either of these races just because she's a mare that probably doesn't... I'm going to make the assumption back up well. Um, if you threw in any of the other trotting features throughout the year, I would have had her for any of them, especially that sprint that's on Miracle Mile Day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to stick to one of the up-and-coming trotters, and I'm going to... I was tossing up between Not As Promised and London to a Brick. But I'm going to stick to London to a brick because he is proven to run time in the in the uh, Great Southern Star. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be. Pr- yes. I don't mind that thinking. Yeah. Um, that's that's put a uh, dampener on my Inter Dominion selection, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. That's what it's all about, Tim. It's all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Darren, your two for the uh, Trotters. Yeah, I love. The, um, the form out of that Bendigo race last week, I think it would be really powerful. Um, the lead time in that race was extraordinary, so it definitely set up for Just Believe, but the arrogance in which he won it was, uh, was extraordinary, considering, you know, first up from a long, long break and what he had to do to, to be there first up. So um, the fact that he went through the series undefeated last year, um, it's just so hard to go away from him. But um, I will put a roughie in there. I just thought that Mufasa um, Metro was amazing um, at Bendigo, considering he was the one participating in that lead time as well. And he only went down by a metre behind um, Queen Elida. So we're all talking, you know, those two at the top brackets type thing. So, yes, going for um, for the obvious and just believe, but at the value, I think Mufasa um, Metro went really well through the series last year as well. Um, and then if I turn to the Great Southern Star, I'll throw one left field here. I'm going for RC Phoenix. Um, really love this horse. Um, I think that it progressed um, dramatically from a three-year-old to a four-year-old. Then off another break, I just think it'll progress even further. Um, gives me the impression that would love the series um, in racing twice. And, 
you know, I know Chris would do a lot of that kind of work anyhow, and he's always warming his horses up and things like that. So mm. um, he's the left field one for me, RC Phoenix, the great Southern star. What about his last run, Darren, in the Breeders' Crown? It just He just looked a bit flat, the horse. I know he came from well back and they dashed home, but he just didn't seem like himself for some uh, reason. Nothing wrong with that run, Toby. Yep. On the clock, he was fantastic. His, um, his last 100 was great, and his 50 after the line was just as good. So, no, no concerns with me on his last run. It was just one of those races that statistically after 600 metres, he couldn't possibly win compared to where he was with how they'd run early. So... No, not concerned at all. Well, I'm with Just Believe for the Inter-Dominion, so no shock there. He's just so well-performed, and he's clearly the number one seed in both of these races. And for the great Southern Star, there's a horse I've been waiting to come back in Cravash Dior. I spoke to Anton Galino last night, and he's just tipped him out for a couple of weeks just to freshen him up again, so... He won't be going to the Great Southern Star. And uh, the whole reason I wanted to do this segment was so I could tip him. This was the original reason for the whole motivation <laughs> for doing it. I was thinking Dennis William Come and on, Cravastior. Just and put Anton, him in. He's ruined the party, Anton. <laughs> we actually, Bronte and I, when we, we sat down and turned the uh, the tile on, we actually mentioned Cravastior, and I, I wasn't sure. I actually thought he might be back for that race. Um but uh, yeah, that's sad to hear he's, that he's not because he's a star. There's, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just, he's just. I think he's just giving him a couple of weeks freshen up, just to, uh, you know, because he's such a valuable horse to take his time with him and make sure he's 100 percent right when he returns. So I'll tip him for 2025's Great Southern Star. So I'll go <laughs> one year ahead, uh, and and I think. Darren touched on it with Mufasa Metro. He ran so brilliantly in in the Great Southern Star last year, where he backed up well and. I think he's got the speed to lead and to beat Just Believe in a great Southern Star final. If Mufasa Metro drew well and Just Believe didn't, I think he's the horse that could do it. RC Phoenix, I'm not sure he's got the the, the speed at the start to get to the front. He may. Uh, that's something I'd like to see from him, but I think it's very important in that great Southern Star that you take a forward position in that final. So I settled on Mufasa Metro. Uh, team? That is absolutely fantastic. That's exactly what I wanted from everyone. Darren, uh, I thank you very much, mate. Um, we uh, we look, we enjoy uh, having your involvement, and I really enjoyed the fact that uh, you bypassed Gareth Hall to do this today with us. <laughs> yes, I knew where, uh, where, I, where I started. Um, you gave me the opportunity um, for my great media career, Toby. Thank, thank you, Darren. We'll catch up shortly, mate. See you, buddy. Tim, Tim, as always, uh, great work, and uh, I'll put in, I'll uh, make an appointment to catch up with you sometime about my ankle. Uh, I'm more than happy to help out, mate. And uh, <laughs> for those that uh, want to follow Darren Carra's media career, he will be featuring in the Herald Sun on Saturday, so you better get your copy and bring it to the track because he's happy to sign. He's leaving the laptop at home this weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a runner in every race, nearly, so he's not, oh, he's no. not allowed to be involved. Bronte, uh, great work from you as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is our look towards the feature races coming up. The ID 23 Paces and Trotters, Hunter Cup, Miracle Mile and Great Southern Star.